What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inside the Studio on iHeartRadio. My name's Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. Let's talk about my guest today. He's a rising star in pretty much every medium. You probably first knew him from his lead role in the Disney series Bunked. More recently, he may have tugged at your heartstrings in the Netflix drama A Week Away. But what you may not have known is that in between takes on the set, he was writing songs. Like, a lot of songs. He's written close to 100. And a few weeks back, his fans heard the results. Wildfire is the name of his major label debut single, in advance of a bigger collection to come shortly. I had a great time getting to know him, learning about his writing style, and generally acting like two record nerds. I'm so happy to welcome Kevin Quinn. Uh, oh man, so much to talk to you about today, but first of all, tell me about your new single, Wildfire. How did the song begin for you? Tell me a little bit about the inspiration. Yeah, I think Wildfire for me, I just wanted to create something positive, uh, an introduction to the rest of the project, you know, like, I just want all this music to be positive, uplifting, inspirational. Uh, I want it to be clean, you know, these are just <laughs> creative choices that I've made for the project. And I feel like Wildfire crossed off every list for those things of, of what I wanted the project to be. So you know, we imagine it would be a great debut single and I'm glad we chose it. Um, I think the inspiration behind it was just like, even through the worst of times and, and the darkness and uh, just total shit, you know what I mean? Like, like you have that wildfire in your heart that just gets you going through, you know, it's like, uh, it, it's, it's a thing that's bigger than you that will get you through the darkest of times. And, and it's a real thing. So I feel like that's where the, the wildfire metaphor uh, spawned from, for sure. 
Absolutely. I mean, it's a beautiful message, and especially one we need the last year and a half or so. It's definitely something we we need to tap into in ourselves. Yeah, man. It's it's so it felt really timely too, you know, because a lot of this stuff I wrote during the pandemic and uh, I just wanted it to be like the perfect timing of the release, considering just what the world has been through. Um, so I felt like it was it was a godsend, you know, that wildfire checked off every box, and uh, it just it just felt very timely, and it felt like the timing was perfect. Absolutely, and the video does such a great job of of illustrating that. Talk a little bit more about the uh, the visuals for the song. Yeah. Um, it was the video was directed by Roman White, uh, who, if anyone listening, uh, there's a movie on Netflix called A Week Away that I starred in. It's a musical movie. Uh, have you seen it? You may not have. I I, I have not. I uh, I was actually I was just about to ask you about that, but please, I, I got a lot more on that to come. No, no, it's definitely for a younger crowd. I, I wouldn't expect you to watch it. Um, but the director of that movie, uh, we teamed up, Roman and I, to create this music video. And I told him I wanted something energetic. You know, I wanted something very much in the pop lane, uh, which he had done before with a lot of the artists he had collaborated with in the past. Uh, so we, I remember we had like this 45-minute phone call just to discuss ideas. And it's so rare that a creative relationship is so synergistic and you bounce all these ideas off of each other. But that's how it is with Roman and I. It's like, you know, I, I spitball an idea and he immediately receives it and vice versa. Um, so I, I feel like it was very much a collaborative process, even from the treatment to the filming to the final product. Um, but I got to give it up to Roman because he he had this vision for the the kind of like you know, Kevin Bacon footloose dancing around the, uh, you know what I mean? Like totally. dancing around the apartment. Uh, and it turned out great. So I was, I was super pleased. Oh, I mean, I was going to ask, I know obviously you were, extremely involved in the soundtrack to to the movie. I think I I think it was what 11 out of 13 songs, something like that. Uh 13, yeah. Did that in any way influence your sort of decision to to take this time to really focus in on your music career after all the the acting you've been involved with? It it wasn't the movie soundtrack that was a catalyst. Uh believe it or not, I had been writing music for 4 years up to that point. Uh, I released some music, uh, you know, that I thought was representative of, of where I was at at the time, only to realize later, no, this is this isn't the direction I want to go. You know, I'm young enough, still figuring out my sound at this point where I want to go. Um, so I scrapped those songs and I started a completely new project with some new uh, creative choices. But just, you know, recording the soundtrack, we actually recorded it on sets that we built like this makeshift studio and uh, the wow. film producer was, yeah, like he created this vocal booth in, in a, the camp, summer camp that we were shooting. It was really cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But we would just spend our days in there and goof around and, and it just felt so comfortable. And uh, Adam Watts was the film's music producer. He had worked on like High School Musical and some of the other uh, Disney musicals. But yeah, like I said, just so comfortable. And although that process wasn't the catalyst for me, like, writing music, I'd already been doing it. It definitely, it was just experience that continued to help me grow. And I think that enough made the experience worth it. And you touched on this a little bit earlier. You had something like a hundred songs in your reserves, right? When, when you uh, started, I mean, that's, that's incredible to me. When did you first start writing? Uh, when I was on uh, a Disney, uh, a Disney channel show called Bunked, I had a two year tenure on that show. And, Oh, I know Bond. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I think I mentioned to some of the cast and crew that I had this, you know, dream of pursuing music. Um, but I don't know if they realized quite the extent of how hard I was working at it at the time. It was just kind of something I did on the side uh, when I wasn't on set. But yeah, I mean, four years worth of writing. Um, I definitely did have, uh, you know, 100 songs in my pocket before I decided to release Wildfire, at least, you know? Wow. Like just writing for four years. But that's how particular I was. I was like, I don't want to release stuff just for the sake of releasing it. And I had done that before and I didn't like the results. So I just was like, nope, I'm not going to release anything. And it worked out. <laughs> where, where did this come from for you? Like, who are some of the people that made you want to pick up an instrument and express yourself in this way? I can't explain it. I can't explain it. It was just something I was always drawn to. I think, I don't know, you ask any creative and, and any performer in this business, it's like, where can you really pinpoint their passion and, and when they wanted to decide to do it or, or what was the catalyst. But for me, it was just always something bigger than myself. It was like, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything other than performing. So I don't know, it, it, it that carried on through my childhood. Like I remember that feeling in my childhood, listening to some great music, like the Beatles or the Rolling Stones or you know, just like a lot of rock bands, a lot of uh, 80s, 90s music. I just absorbed myself in music as a young kid. Uh, and that followed me as I got older. And, and I just knew what I wanted to hear in like the track and the harmonies. And I got pretty good at theory at one point. And so I just started making my own music. Wow, that's really cool. I mean, I'm someone who loves music. I, I, I mess around on instruments. I, I've taken music theory classes. I have never been able to write a song in my entire life. So when I, when I talk to someone like you who says, yeah, I've written a hundred, that's just, that, it, to me, that's like magic. I mean, how, how does the theory factor into your, your writing process? Because that's always such an interesting line because I know there's people like Paul McCartney who can't read music. I mean, it's just totally something that they do by ear. And so the 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 line between wanting to know what you're doing with theory, but wanting to keep some magic and spontaneity in it is so interesting to me. Totally. Yeah, it's weird because you don't want to go too far in one direction on either side. If you're too focused on the theory, you can't let the creative flow. If you're too focused on just writing the song and, and not focused on any theory, then chances are you probably won't write a great song at the end of the session. Um, so I, I always found there's like a middle ground between what is proven to sound good based on music theory, uh, but then letting the creative energy flow and not being too married to any idea. Uh, for me, it's like in the writing room, I just love having conversations with my co-writers. I feel like that's what spawns all the great ideas is not necessarily looking for the lyrics or the melody, but just conversing with the co-writers, you know, like how was your week or what popped into your head that, you know, you want to tell everyone about, like, those are the kind of things that make a writing session great because they just become this, they they start as an organic idea and they become like the, the, the passageway to a great song in my mind. Oh, totally. I mean, that's where, where the, the human element comes in is from that, that real interaction. Yeah. It's, it's such a human element. You're absolutely right. It's like, I don't even know how you explain it. Like, it, and if we could all write great songs and every song we write is a hit, then everyone would be a superstar and super successful. But we all know <laughs> like point. how hard it is to write a good song. It's virtually impossible. Like if, if you're lucky, you'll get a few a year. So, and they'll make it on the project. That's kind of been my mentality. 
<laughs> Judging from the uh, the Jimi Hendrix poster I see behind you, I know you're, and what you mentioned earlier, you're a guy who knows his... For the level, though. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even know, like, how, how do you explain some of his lyrics? Like, I mean, the dude just has a far-out mind. Uh, what's that song? Uh, no, it, it is Bold as Love. Yeah, oh, yeah. The way he personifies colors like that, and and it's just so weird because a lot of the song doesn't even rhyme you know it's like <laughs> i don't know how he does it but yet it, it works so perfectly he's always been an inspiration to me oh totally and a, a massively underrated lyricist uh i mean if you watch some of his interviews that he gave in the you know in the short time that he was alive it's so interesting to hear like you said he is far out like his yeah, take on everything is just like totally a slightly different angle than than everyone else around him yeah, and I, he had like a weird way of speaking too, you know, yeah. like, and I feel like it translated into his, not only his personality, but his songs as well. And just for the listener, what we're referring to is the, the giant Jimi Hendrix poster behind my back at my house right here. Um, uh, yeah, I have another one in the living room too. Nice. Uh, at some point, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you into, uh, just from some of the things you were saying, I feel like you would dig it if, if, if you're not. Are you into the Beach Boys Pet Sounds album at all? Yes. I, I, I'm not like absolutely in love with it. I realize everyone says it's like the greatest album of all time. They're not wrong. Um, I just feel like my, it's a very specific kind of sound. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I, I just like to, I never stick on one. Like if I'm listening to something, I never stick on it for a long time. I very much have music ADD. Um, I realize it's brilliantly written. It's brilliantly produced. I've heard it many times. Um, but is it my absolute favorite? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't have like, I don't know if I have an absolute favorite album, um, but I do like it. Are you a big fan of that one? I'm a big fan of it. I mean, just he, he would start all of his songwriting sessions having these long conversations about life and love with his lyricist. And I was just, it made me think of, of what you were saying about how that's where the best songs come from. When you have that shared connection that's born out of a conversation and it's not you're sitting down to, you know, write moon and June lyrics that are just kind of fill, fill the melody, but something that actually has some, some meaning to the two of you that are making the song. I didn't realize that that was his approach. So, so he did have a similar approach. Um, yeah. Huh. I, I'll have to, is there any like YouTube videos or anything? I oh, I can send you some, I, I'm a huge Brian Wilson nerd. I can send you some session tapes and stuff, but uh, yeah, I, I, I meant to say earlier, I, I loved your cover of uh, Exile. Taylor Swift's track. That is a great, I saw it on, on social. It was a, a, a beautiful version of that. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I have a twin sister and she is obsessed with Taylor Swift. Man, I can't even explain it. Like, it's so weird because my sister has friends over who are similar in age. Like, they'll just spend an hour debating on which song is better on every single album. They're like, well, I kind of like My Tears Ricochet because blah, 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 blah. But I would agree with you like that it's not quite as good as this. And, blah, blah. and I'm like, who does this? Like, who debates? Uh, like every track on an album and has an hour long conversation about what they like and don't like. Um, and I, I, I never understood that, but yeah, my, my twin sister is obsessed and by the transitive property, I've <laughs> her music as well. Um, but I will say out of all the stuff that she's done, my favorite has been, uh, this recent, the recent album. What is, um, the one with exile on it? I can't remember. Like folklore, I think is that one. Yeah. And evermore. Yeah. So those two, um, and I think Aaron Desner is a pretty big piece of that project. And for me, it's like, I love the kind of folk thing that she ventured into with those two albums, especially dude, I am such a big fan of Justin Vernon and Bon one of my favorite bands of all time. And I'm lucky to be alive to watch them. I saw them at the Hollywood Bowl. And, oh, nice. So, but the way that she kind of ventured into that sound with them at the helm is, is my favorite thing she's done so far, by far. Oh, and super unexpected. I didn't, you know, I guess I should have maybe expected it given her sort of country, slightly more folky beginnings, but still did not see that coming after, uh, you know, Lover and everything that was before that. 
Yeah. And, and I feel like that's what a good artist does. And she's a great artist in that way. It's like you reinvent yourself with every album. I mean, that's what it should be in my mind. Um, even like Justin Timberlake, Man of the Woods, something totally different than what he was doing before. Um, so, you know, like as far as my own personal music, I definitely have an idea of what I want this first project to be. But I, I already have ideas like, well, what's the sophomore album going to look like? What's it? You know what I mean? So I, I have these ideas in my head that I, I want to execute, but I just got to finish recording the debut album first. Yeah. How far along are you with that? Uh, I would say like half of the songs are written at this point. Um, I think we've produced three. We're just about to produce three here. So Wildfire is one of them. There's a second single. Um, and then I have the surprise Spanish version of Wildfire, which by this point of the podcast being aired, I'm, I think we'll be out by then, September 24th. Is that, will, will it be out by then? I'm not sure. When this- I think... This is this is me. You're catching me not knowing what day it actually is today. I think it might be right. I think it's it's. I think it might be this Friday. Um, so slightly before it, but but yeah, cl- very close. Then they have the Spanish version of Wildfire to look forward to that. And then I was gonna say uh, a third and a fourth song. Uh, then we got to record the rest of the like six or seven there. Um, but recording the Spanish Wildfire uh, was a lot more difficult than I expected. I should just say that for the record. How's that just with, with getting the, the sounds out of your mouth that maybe aren't, aren't ordinarily something that you'd sing or? Yeah, because here's the thing. Like, I'm not fluent fluent, but I'm more than conversational, and I'm, but I'm less than fluent. So I felt pretty confident when we had this idea to give, you know, the Latin American market something they could listen to. Um, and we were even going to do like a Portuguese version. And I'm not sure if that changed when we realized how difficult it was to get the, the Spanish one done. Um, but we recorded it at the Capitol Tower. A very Ooh, nice. Yeah, dude, we had like this crazy nice mic. We're in Studio A. Sinatra's mic, right? It was, it was all his stuff? Mic. No way. Whoa. I, I was super stoked about it. Um, and our engineer was like, just so you know, this is Sinatra's mic. So <laughs> make something great. Yep, yep. Um, but it was just like the delivery of, of the Spanish words within the context of the melody was a lot more difficult than I thought it would be. Cause you know, when you sing in your native language, when, I, when I'm singing in English, I can hear how the melody and the pitch and everything I want in the vocal performance, how it should be in English. Cause I hear it back as I'm doing it. But with Spanish, it's like that element of hearing yourself back in the microphone or in the headphones. Uh, wasn't as prominent. So I felt like I was shooting blind a lot of the time. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. I I don't know how to explain it, but overall, I'm very pleased with how it turned out. I know the label is pleased. I think the fans are going to be pleased, but it was definitely a a more difficult idea to execute than I had expected. Oh, wow. I can't wait to hear it. I mean, (laughs) all power to you. I took eight years of French and my teacher used to make me read at the end of class for her amusement because my pronunciation was so bad. She was just rolling. And of course, now it totally gave me a complex and I won't, you know. All all the language arts teachers have a field day with their students. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Big time. So relatable. Oh man. I mean, you, you know, talk, speaking to you about all the different influences you have and something I wanted to ask you about, I know you have a, 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 obviously a, a very big musical theater background. Uh, I, I did musicals in high school. I love it. I miss it every day. 
Thinking of the songs that are in musicals, I mean, just the, the song craft there, I mean, from people like Sondheim and Rodgers and Hammerstein, it's, it's so impressive. I mean, people kind of forget the quality of those songs. What did your background in musical theater do for you as a songwriter, you think? I, I That's actually a great question. Um, I definitely, I, I never wanted my music to be like, you know, because it could cross the line of uncool yeah. or cheesy. Yeah, it's showy. Um, and I never wanted it to quite cross that line. But at the same time, anyone who's been to a musical, you can't deny that by the time you finish watching the musical and you walk out of the theater, at least one song is stuck in your head. It's like every single musical has that song. It's powerful. It's totally powerful. Yeah. And with like an ensemble of actors backing them up and, and it's a, it really is a, a produced song on stage happening live. And I feel like these musical theater songwriters are just so good with finding these super catchy melodies. Um, but they're also trying to push the bar a little bit. Like they may throw in a natural note uh, to surprise you off guard, or they may have a key change, right? Everyone knows the key change in musical theater. Um, and while I've never been so bold as to include a key change like that yet, um, <laughs> those melodies stick with you. You can't yeah. deny it. Um, so I, I definitely feel like I took some of that from just my experience in musical theater and and finding those super hooky melodies. And if you find a melody and it's not super hooky and you're not in love with it, then you better find a new melody. That's how I've always approached mm. it in the in the room. I always thought it was interesting how the Beatles, when they started out, they didn't have tape recorders. And so they were writing melodies just that were good enough. And they figured if we can't remember it the next day, how can we expect fans to, you know, and I had this built-in sort of system of like, well, it's got to be good enough for it to get stuck in our head first. And it was just sort of a funny way to like, you know, their own sort of litmus test, their own, uh, you know, way to weed out the ideas that weren't that good. So did they, like, if they did have a melody, because I'm always interested in learning more about the Beatles. I'm not sure if you know a lot about them. I'm a gigantic Beatle nerd. Are you really? Okay, great. Gigantic. So if they came up with a melody, right, and they weren't in love with it, would they change the melody or would they just, you know, stick with it, you know, Hail Mary and hope that it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in the early days when they were really just trying to knock out two-ish albums a year plus four singles or something like that, they would kind of like, okay, well, we don't have that much time and we're touring on top of all this. We got to just do it. But then when they stopped touring in 66, they would kind of massage it more and really like wait for it to be, they wouldn't waste time on something they didn't think was 100%, uh, which was interesting. Uh, and that's where I feel like instincts come to play. Yeah. Because if you're if you think you're not in love with the melody, but it showed up somehow in your session, <laughs> included it on the demo, um, then I feel like that's just good instincts. And I, I, John Lennon and Paul McCartney, I'm sure had amazing instincts. George Harrison, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I would imagine that to go. I, I get demo itis sometimes too. Like I'm a I'm a huge demo lover. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I write a song and I hear a certain production attempt on the demo uh, or, you know, a certain melody, I, I get really married to the demo. And I think part of it is that I try to perfect the demos before they go into production. Mm. So I'm like, I don't want to change this because I've fallen in love with this as I continue to listen. But, you know, it's just one of those things with artists.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Do you find that your favorite songs, or maybe the songs that are most fulfilling to you, that they they come faster, almost fully formed, versus the ones that you really have to kind of like find your way a little bit more? Yeah. Um, not necessarily. I will say I, I get like, not even in the studio, in just my daily life, I'll get this kind of manic creative energy and I'll hear these melodies in my head and I'll pull out my voice memos and try to lay something down. And then I'll stop that voice memo. I'll start a new one, record a harmony for that line. I just recorded it. And I remember I did this one song uh, that I recorded the whole thing in voice memos at 1130 PM, the previous night of a morning session. And it ended up being a great song. 
Um, and I had all these ideas for like strings and an orchestra part. So I was mimicking those sounds with my, with my, uh, voice. And, uh, I, we ended up including them in the track and uh, just like, there are those spurts of energy where it's something bigger than you and, and you lay it down and it, it turns into something. Um, all, all songs just start with like the bare bones and, and I have those moments a lot, right? I just record the bare bones and it becomes something great. So I don't know if that answers your question, but that's been my experience. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I know, I know faith is, is a big part of your life. And I was going to ask you how that comes through in your music, but it sounds like you just answered it. I mean, those moments of, of inspiration were just, there it is. That's, that's kind of, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it. No, it's weird, man. With the faith, like I never would have imagined that I was making this kind of music. Um, like it's, it's not straight up Christian music, but it's not straight up pop. It's very much crossover between the two with these subtle faith undertones. And, and I like that because it's actually really representative of who I am as a person and, and where I am in my you know faith journey. Um, but if you told me that I'd be making music with any faith undertones, I probably would have been pretty surprised, but it's weird, man. I went through this really, really difficult, rough patch in my life um, before this project came online and I needed something to turn to. Um, I, I needed like something bigger than me to stop where I was at, take a complete left turn and start over. Um, it, it was some health issues and I, yeah, dude, I stopped. I never had an alcohol problem, but I stopped drinking. I haven't had a drink in, in almost 14 months. Um, I don't mess around with any drugs or anything, but yeah, it's like, I, I went through this horrible rough patch and in that rough patch in the, in the midst of it, when I was at my lowest low, I started getting these like synchronicities or these signals from like a higher power. Uh, and I'm super receptive to that stuff. You know, I kind of have that creative energy, and, um, but I listened to that higher power and, and call that God, if you will. But like, it just took me down this left turn that I was so desperately seeking um, to make things better. And that's when like this project came online. That's when I did the Christian musical a week away. So it's just all always felt very meant to be. And when I was doubting God the most, that's when I realized like, damn, like God has been leading this the whole time and I'm in the best place I've been in years. Uh, and I'm stable, but yeah, I can't deny, we'll have to go into detail with into it another time. And that might shock the listener here, but it, it was pretty bad. I was in a bad place, but I'm better. I'm I'm so glad to hear that, and also thank you for for sharing that with with me and with listeners. I I really I appreciate your your trust and um and your music as well. I mean, it, you know, I, I think that you know people who are receptive to art and music are receptive to all kinds of different energies too. And I, I personally believe that that's all related in, in, in sync. I mean, as you said, you call it God, call it whatever you want. And there's something else that we maybe can't necessarily see or touch, but it definitely is there. I could not agree with you more. And yeah, just to the listeners, thank you for, for listening, you know, and, and that's what this whole project has been. It's been me funneling all that energy and all that experience and everything I went through to turn it into something positive. I, one of my friends told me uh, after I released Wildfire, they're like, do you realize you're, because I did this EP a while back and 
she said, do you realize that out of the cold, that single from the EP that you did was a pretty, pretty dark, depressing song in retrospect compared to what this is. And you went from out of the cold to wildfire. And I was like, that, mm. that is so mm. representative of the journey that I went through in a nutshell. So that's why like, I'm so excited about this music that's coming up because it's taking all the stuff that I've learned and all the really heavy shit and just making something great out of it. And I'm so excited for it. You know, I think fans are going to love it. Oh, can't wait for, for folks to hear it. Kevin, this has been a true pleasure. Thank you so much for your time today and your music and just opening yourself up. You, you are the best. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me. And I'm so grateful that we were able to have this conversation. I'm, I'm stoked. So it was great meeting you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio or other fantastic shows, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.